Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. On Friday, June the 2nd, coming up, we're going to chat National Fish and Chip Day. Plus, Becky Hill's been on our sister radio station, KMFM, and we have your guide to what's going on in Kent this weekend. But first, a teenage girl has spoken about how she narrowly avoided being impaled by a metal pole, which smashed through the window of a bus in Canterbury. 17-year-old Elle was travelling on the service when it was involved in a with two vans and a car on the A28 Sturry Road yesterday afternoon. Well, pictures that you can see today at Kent Online show how the pole smashed through the front window of the upper level on the double-decker before piercing through a chair. Ella's been speaking about what happened to Lucy. Well, I was travelling from Canterbury to Home Bay to see an old school friend to head to the arcades and get ice cream. Um, and I ended up getting in a bus crash on the Sturry Road um, it was very scary, obviously. It, it all happened um, quite quickly and I don't obviously remember completely everything and how things happened and how I got certain injuries, but um, I'm very lucky to have only got the injuries I did, so it's, it's quite a relief, really. What injuries did you sustain in the crash? Well, I managed to get away with no broken bones, um, even after, obviously, a pole landing across me, which was quite scary. Um I have a lot of bruising in my right thigh, so it's made it hard for me to walk. Walk, So I've got quite a limp, so I am on crutches. Um, and the left side of my chest is completely, like, scratched up and cut open. It's not very lovely. Um, and other than that, I've just got a couple of scrapes and cuts elsewhere. So. And the pictures you sent, I mean, it looks just awful, this, this pole coming through the windscreen. What happened there? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Like I said, I don't. I'm not even entirely sure how the lorry happened to crash into the bus. I've just gone off what I've been told, not like like official things. But um, yeah, I don't know where the pole came from. Even it just came through the windshield, and obviously, one of the photos it's cut down. But originally, it went all the way across the top of the stairs. And my jumper that I was wearing, I was wearing like a zip-up hoodie, and it, it got caught and dragged through the chair, like with the pole. So it caught my jumper in there. So when obviously I stood up in shock trying to get out, um, I had to take my jumper off because it was stuck. So that was very scary too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what was going through your mind at that point? Well, obviously I I came out of it in a lot of shock when I realised what was happening. Because obviously I didn't really remember much, but there was a lot of people around me trying to get me out. Um, I managed to get out before anyone had even come upstairs and got onto a chair with no glass or anything with the help from... um, a couple of people that I ended up making friends with on the um bus, um. But yeah, uh, it was all it all happened so quickly in my head. I didn't really get time to process a lot, but it was a very scary experience, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if it went through your jumper, I mean, that could have been so serious if you'd been sitting a little bit further to one side. Yeah, um, I looked back while I was once I'd calmed down a bit. I looked over to my seat and I worked out, um, we reckon probably three inches to the left and I it would it working out where the pole went and if I was three inches to the left like sitting on the chair normally instead of at a diagonal angle then it could have impaled me through the throat but I didn't really realize how bad it was until I was just sitting in hospital for hours and I got to think it all through and process it all but like I said I'm I know I keep mentioning it but without the two friends that I made there I don't think I would have like got through it as easy as I did Obviously, they were they were a bit older than me, but they were around my age. 
and they and they knew just what to say. They called my mum for me. They, they one of the people, the girl out of the two, she um, walked my bag over to my stepdad that had parked near. They were just they were doing everything they could to help. And obviously now I'm speaking to them, and they said once I get better I can see them. And it's just. It was really good to happen there. It was really helpful. She was one of three people who were checked over in hospital. Police, fire and ambulance crews were all called to the scene and the road was closed for a number of hours. Kent Online News. Also on the podcast today and a school teacher who lives next to where roadworks are currently taking place in Sittingbourne is begging for compensation and somewhere else to stay. Susan May teaches at Westland School and says the works are happening at night and no consideration is being given to those living on Sonora fields. Well, firstly, let's hear what the fuss is all about. This is the sound recorded from outside Susan's home. Roadworks, which started in January, are being carried out to widen a junction for a new housing estate. It's on the Staplehurst Road and is costing half a million pounds. Housing developer Red Row are building the Amberfields properties and have stumped up the cash. Well, it had been hoped the works would have finished by now, but they have been extended into next week. And Susan has told us a lack of sleep is affecting her daughter's A-level studies too. While the county council have given us a statement, they say there's no right to compensation for highway works as they're only temporary, although very disruptive, and any measures to put residents into hotels for the duration of the works will need to be taken up with the scheme promoter, which in this case is Red Row Homes under a private arrangement, as it's not a matter for the Highway Authority. Well, we've had this response from Red Row. The essential works are now in the final stage, which we expect will finish in the coming days. We always strive to keep inconvenience to a minimum for local residents and businesses, and we will continue to work with Kent County Council to ensure remaining works cause as little disruption as possible. Police have launched an investigation after a woman was sexually assaulted in Ashford. She was approached by a boy who ran away after the attack in Hoxton Close in Singleton last weekend. A teenager who was caught driving while disqualified in Stroud has pleaded guilty to breaching the terms of his sentence after he fled to Romania. Edward Mamai, who's now 18, was handed a referral order in 2022 but soon after left the country to attend a family funeral without telling the authorities. He now lives in Beaumont Drive in Northfleet and is back in the UK. He's been placed on a 12-month community order and has been disqualified from driving for six months and also has to pay nearly £200 in costs. Three men have been questioned about the discovery of more than 900 cannabis plants in Ramsgate. Police searched a disused building on School Lane and found rooms filled with cultivation equipment. Now, thousands of rail staff are on strike again today, causing more disruption on the trains across Kent. Southeastern are running a limited service as members of the RMT fight for better pay and working conditions. Mick Lynch, who's head of the union, says he hasn't heard from the Transport Secretary about their dispute since January. The government is trying to remain aloof, but of course in the contracts they have with the train operating companies, they are directly responsible and they're responsible for this deadlock and responsible for the fact that there's not a settlement. Well, there'll be no trains at all tomorrow as drivers who are part of the Aslef Union stage another walkout. Don't forget you can get the very latest travel news via our blog which is on the website. Kent Online reports. A man's appeared in court and admitted stealing money from the till of a restaurant in Maidstone. £50 was taken from the premises on the high street last Friday lunchtime. The 42-year-old thief was identified by town centre patrol 
Scholes, who's due to be sentenced in August. A nursery for vulnerable children in Medway has suddenly closed after an investigation was launched and the manager suspended. Parents of toddlers who go to the Action for Borstal Community Project have been told it won't reopen until September. The exact nature of the probe is not yet known, although several agencies, including the police, are involved. A teenager's been punched and had his bike stolen while riding through part of Gillingham. It happened in Woodlands Road last month. We're told a 16-year-old boy's been arrested and the bike was returned to its owner. Now, if you're out at the seaside or just fancy a takeaway tonight, you might want to consider taking part in National Fish and Chip Day. The event was created to celebrate the industry and has been running every year since 2015. Well, Gavin Lewis, who runs Lewis's Fish and Grill in Maidstone, says it's particularly important after COVID and the cost of living crisis. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. We, it's not all doom and gloom, that's for sure. We're very happy to be in business and uh, we're really grateful to the people of Maidstone for supporting us. Um, I think there is a real pride uh, in supporting local businesses and we part of our mantra is to use local businesses where we can. So we use Kentish made pies, we use Corker sausages, we use we try and use all the kind of local ingredients where you can. Um, and uh, being a fish and chip shop, we get our fish from Norway, we get it from the Faroe Islands, we get it from Greenland. Um, so that's not exactly local, but uh, it's <laughs> that, that, that kind of is what it is. This is a family business. I would say the majority of fish and chip shops are family businesses. Every time you hear of one, and when you hear of one that's been around for so long closing, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. There are, there are enough chimneys in Maidstone for everybody to do well. But I would implore people to go out, support their local fish and chip shop. Um, not just us, but everyone has a favorite local fish and chip shop. Go out, get your fish and chips on the 2nd of June, be part of the National Fish and Chip Day, enjoy it, embrace it, let's celebrate uh, it being our national dish. Well, absolutely hundreds of you got in touch with us to tell us about your favourite fish and chip shop. You can see the list of some of the best in the county by heading to Kent Online. Kent Online reports. Controversial plans for a new housing estate in Faversham have been given the go-ahead. Developers want to build more than 150 homes along with shops and a day nursery at Lady Dane Farm on Love Lane. There are concerns about the impact it'll have on local roads, schools and health services, but council bosses in that's been taken into account. Meantime, a graveyard in Canterbury is set to be bought by a property developer and could become part of a new housing development. The land attached to St Margaret's Church has been earmarked to be included in the project, which has 65 homes and a covered market hall. The Church of England has promised that any remains still on the site will not be disturbed. And finally, plans for the final 162 homes in a major development near Waldham have been approved. Building work on Peter's Village started back in 2014. This last part of the neighbourhood will cover a 10-acre site. Toys R Us are going to be returning to a Kent High Street. They're opening concessions at nine WH Smith stores across the country, including the one in Canterbury. We're told it'll launch sometime this summer. Staying with Canterbury and a dad who became the first double above the knee amputee to conquer Everest is arriving back in the UK today. Harry Budamagar lost his legs while serving in Afghanistan and set out to prove that nothing is 
impossible by reaching the summit last month. He'll come home to Canterbury tomorrow and will be given a welcome celebration at Whitefriars. And Becky Hill's been on our sister radio station KMFM to chat about new song Side Effects. She raised to fame on The Voice back in 2012 and has released music with David Guetta and Joel Corey. Well, her new track is a return to her dance music roots and there's even going to be a new routine to learn on TikTok, which she's chatted to Gary and Chelsea on Breakfast. I'm still not over you being suspended from the ceiling like a glittery goddess from the Brit Awards. What a time. <laughs> I don't think I'm over that either. We were lucky enough to be there and actually Chelsea said, look up there, look up there, before the lights came on you. And like, there you were. You're obviously okay with heights. Um, I actually didn't know how I was going to react. <laughs> um, and we did a rehearsal and actually I felt more comfortable up in the air than I did on the ground. You can't fall over your own feet. Um, <laughs> I struggle. You can't like fall off the stage like you're just suspended and there's almost like an innate sense of calm when you're up there until you're obviously lowered onto the floor and then have to get them clipped and then go and do the whole performance like strutting around the o2 but like it was stuff of dreams it was definitely a bucket list ticker that one so um so yeah i'll die happy knowing i've I've been flown in from the ceiling of the O2 arena. It was an incredible <laughs> entrance. That Love was this. that. Was it. Oh. But yeah, I mean, last, last weekend at Ibiza Rocks, I did leave the stage. I just kept thinking, I want to be in the pool. I ended up just going into the pool with my boots on. And then when I came back up, I was slipping and sliding. Or like one of my dancers had to put a towel down for me. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, like when the dog comes in from the garden. That's lovely. Exactly that. Exactly that. It was, it was quite similar. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, spill the beans. We want to know all about your new song. This is kind of like Becky 2.0 and it's like the new um, lead up to album two, which we've I've been working really hard on and I'm so proud of it. Um, you know, I think album one, I was definitely trying to please people with um, more kind of pop leaning dance records. Whereas I really feel this next, uh, section of my career is is very dance focused, which I'm excited about. I love dance music; I always have. So um, I'm very excited to create more music that that lives in that world. Kent Online News. And now for details on what's going on in Kent this weekend, here's Sam Laurie. If the good weather last weekend got you in the mood for summer, then you're in luck because Kent is absolutely bursting with festivals this weekend. Foodie fans can get themselves down to the Kent Food Fest, which is being held on Saturday at Little Else's in Sevenoaks. The festival will offer not only an exciting range of food and drink vendors from the local area, but also a forest where you can dance barefoot to your favourite songs, as well as an art exhibition and a classic car show. There's also the Kent Fest, similar names, different festivals, taking place in Birchington's Quex Park on both Saturday and Sunday. This is another spot where you can pick up tasty treats to eat and drink, but there will also be lots of family activities, including an animal petting zoo and reptile display, puppet shows, archery, dog agility courses and fairground rides, and that is just the tip of the iceberg. There will also be three stages of live music throughout each day and a food fair for when you get hungry. When it comes to live entertainment, one festival you won't want to miss is the Gravesham Fringe Festival. The 10-day programme includes stand-up comedy, theatre, music and art exhibitions from local artists, as well as international performers. It takes place at a number of venues in and around Gravesend, from today until Sunday the 11th of June. And finally, bookworms will be pleased to hear that the Medway Towns will be welcoming their very first literary festival in 25 years from today. 
Medway River Lit will bring more than 70 writers to the area for readings, workshops and book signings until Sunday the 11th of June. For the festival's final weekend, there will also be a celebration of Medway's own Charles Dickens. The novelist will be honoured during the Dickens Summer Weekend, which includes live theatre, family games, a Victorian circus workshop, jugglers and street entertainers, a traditional funfair and a parade, all taking place at Rochester Castle. So I'm sure out of all the festivals going on this weekend, you will find something that can keep your whole family happy, whether that's tucking into delicious street food, hopping on a fairground ride or finding your new favourite book. Kent Online Sports. Cricket and Kent are back in T20 blast action tonight. The Spitfires suffered another defeat to Somerset in a rain-affected game at Canterbury on Tuesday, but they've travelled to Cardiff to take on Glamorgan with play getting underway at 6.30. We'll have details of the result on the website and in bulletins over on KMFM tomorrow morning. Elsewhere, Kent Zach Crawley hit a half-century for England on the opening day of their one-off test match against Ireland at Lords. It was out for 56 as England closed day one on 152 for one. Earlier on, he'd taken a catch as the host dismissed the visitors for just 172 in their first innings. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. And to sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. And whilst you're on the site today, you can check out the latest review from our secret drinker. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with the podcast on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.